0: Well, hey there, families. I am so excited to bring you this episode today. Terry and I got to interview a dad by the name of Joel Mitchell who had a video go viral. It went crazy, like millions of views, (laughs) after he filmed um, a tantrum that his daughter, who was two and a half years old at the time, had, and he actually showed us what it looked like to respond to that tantrum with integrity, with compassion, with grace and connection, and just so much love. So I remember when I first found this video, I don't even remember how I found it. I think it was on social media somehow, but I was literally crying. I was moved to tears because what Joel showed us, the love that he shows through this video is just really, really powerful and moving. So I recommend you actually go watch the video first. If you can, you can find the link over on the show notes page, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 46. Um, so if you can, great. It'll help you understand what we're, we're talking about, the steps to detachment um, that he covers with us in this episode. Um, but if you can't, that's okay. If you're if you're on the road or you're you know you're on a jog and you don't want to stop, I totally get it. You don't have to watch the video before you listen to the episode. But if you're in a place where you can just pause the podcast right now, go watch that video. I think it's about a two and a half or a three minute video. It's really going to make this episode even more powerful for you. Okay, guys, um lots of love to you all. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy this episode. Well, hey there, families, and welcome to another episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. We are so excited, you guys, to be here with Joel Mitchell today, who is the owner of Renegade Bodywork, and he's actually here to talk to us about steps he took to detach with love and integrity with his little toddler daughter in a video that ended up going viral, and as soon as I saw it, I was like... Oh my gosh, our listeners, our community needs to know about um, how Joel did this with integrity because this is something that we teach here at Fresh Start Family, and it's, it's this is just going to be such a good conversation. This is so, amazing. This is
1: amazing.
2: <laughs> so
0: welcome, Joel, to the show.
2: Yeah, thank you both so much for having me.
0: Yes. So today, families, we are, like I said, we're going to talk about these steps to detaching with love and integrity, and we're going to go through... Um, just ways when your kiddo it might be you know having a meltdown or freaking out um, that you can really detach and hold space for them so you can let them get through emotions while still being firm and kind but not reacting like a volcano and without making things even worse, which I think a lot of times, if we're being honest, it can become so tempting to do that when your kid is kind of having one of those moments. And um, and really, it, it often makes things worse. So the four steps that we're going to kind of go over today, and Joel's going to give us um, just more about his, his background and his work as a um, therapeutic masseuse, and then also what was going on when he filmed this video. But we're going to talk about how it's so important to keep in mind The big picture and have empathy for our kids and what they're going through when these kind of emotional spikes happen. Um, We're going to talk about how we really need to be as parents rooted in what we're teaching, what we want to teach our kids. Number three, how it's so important to keep it boring, neutral, but stay present with your kiddo. And then number four, how it's so important to teach in a later calm time. When your kiddo has heightened emotions, when you have heightened emotions, when you just are stressed, they're stressed, it's just not the time to teach. So really, families, to start off, before I have Joel kind of introduce himself, tell us more about where he lives, about his business, what he does um, for work, um, all that good stuff, I want you to know that in order to watch this, this video that Joel filmed of him and his beautiful daughter, Um, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Joel F. Mitchell. And we've put this in the show notes. So you can click over to the show notes page and easily click it from there. But you can find it on Facebook. And he has this video pinned to the top of his account. But this is the original video that went viral. And he's going to share with us, I mean, You'll share in a second, Joel, how many millions of views it's had, Um, but I would almost recommend you pause this podcast if you're not driving, and you go watch this you know, few-minute long video, and then come back and listen to the podcast, because then you're going to be able to get the the full understanding of what we're talking about today. So with all of that said, Joel, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Tell us about your business, um, where you live, how many kids you have. And then we'll get we'll get going with the conversation around this incredible video.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I grew up outside of Portland, Oregon, and had a pretty uh, well pretty rebellious uh, childhood, which landed <laughs> me in the juvenile detention centers pretty quick. I had a lot of questioning as to why I needed to do anything at all, yeah. which got me into a lot of trouble. Which I still ask those questions today with just a little bit more of a philosophical sense, I guess. But I was just kind of wandering and. Uh, got lost pretty quick there, but at 17, after all of that, you know, I kind of threw my hands up to God and was like, all right, I'm done. Let's, let's try this your way. So I kind of got it together a little bit. Um, but I ended up in massage school, um, in 2008 or graduated in 2008. I noticed there was a lot more to the story as far as working in the student clinic. I was, I had a woman while working on her shoulders, upper shoulders, upper back, which is a common area for people. I noticed that she started crying and breaking down, and I didn't know how to handle that, but I didn't really do anything at all with it. But um, I noticed there was just more to the story there, and that emotions were there, and I could sense that, you know. and we kind of knew that emotions were held in the body, and, and as far as science was concerned, we just didn't know where, kind of do now, um, although it's anecdotal evidence, but we know emotions are stored in the body, so I kind of had to take a deep dive into some depth psychology and go out on my own and just grab information where I could to understand what was going on, and then ultimately take a nice deep dive into the tension in my own body and then into trauma work and starting to understand that and then ultimately trying to understand myself in that process. So I went on a really deep little rabbit hole trying to figure this whole thing out, and I'm I'm probably less uh, knowledgeable than I thought I was you know, (laughs) yesterday. I I know less the more I go about it, but it's such a mystery and it's so fun to work with people in that way. And body work is such an interesting way of looking at it. And uh, a lot of it is left unsaid. It's just the way that, you know, you put your hands on people kind of allows for the things and uh, creating safety for people allows, um, you know, for a safe space for people to let go, but it ultimately comes down to trust and uh, gaining that over time with people. It's really, really nice. So that rolled over into what I did for my daughter, that video. But, um, anyways, I am, uh, I do that locally hands on. And then I do a lot of stress coaching cause there's just so much you can do on yourself. And I do that virtual or for people all over, but, and a lot for people right now, obviously, cause we're all, all at home, but, um, Nice. But yeah, um right now we're I'm at home with my wife, Sydney. My three daughters, are thirteen, seven and two, and we got a baby coming. We don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but it's coming mid May. Awesome. So nice. we got some midwives and they we're doing another home birth, so you don't yes. have to go to the hospital, thank god, too. Yeah, you know, it looks like I wouldn't even be allowed to be in the delivery room for that, unfortunately. Oh, so wow. I'm feeling for all those families giving birth right now in hospitals,
0: yeah. Yes, yeah. At the time of this recording, families, um, it is full blown mid coronavirus drama,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. I, I i love um some of the themes that that came up for you. Um, well, a you went through a lot of experiences it sounds like with yourself with rebellion but then you also just remained curious and just constantly went into learning and those are things that um at Fresh start Family is like so so many um people just don't remain in that curiosity and and um state of learning around yeah. relationships feelings emotions all those things I think at an early age were either not taught it at all or told to shut it off. Um, So I think that's incredible, you know, for people to watch the video that that you and your daughter have, and then to hear your your kind of testimony of how you got there. A lot of it seems like it came from that space of just Mm. remaining curious, constantly going to a state of learning um, and just to keep going. And that's what we encourage people, you know, through... Um, you know Wendy's program at, at Fresh Start Family is like, the, you know, there's this isn't traditional for some reason. There there isn't a um, right. requirement to learn about your emotions or put a high emphasis on relationships with your kids or or what you do in these situations and everything. But I think it's I think it's so rad that you just pushed through all of your own personal drama and you just went to that space and. I think that's that's so cool, yeah, thank you, yeah. yeah,
2: and it is it's rough, rough work, and it's been rough, and it still is it's just so uh so worth it to do, but it is very unpopular you know you're not hearing a lot about it, nobody wants to deal with emotions, nobody right. wants to deal with their own emotions, and then you know when your child's having a full blown human breakdown, it's really uh the last thing you really know what to do with but yeah like you said with the remaining curious that's what I do I kind of go blank and just try to look at it, like what is this yeah. and since I don't know I do very little which that is ultimately right there with detachment you're kind of moving outside of it so it's um that really helps it's hard though it's it hard when you're a doer and you really want to help and especially for moms you know want to jump in there and for anyone who really wants to help somebody sometimes you can you can overdo it just based on your own discomfort with what it is you're, you're seeing in front of you. You know, it's harder with kids, especially.
0: Let's chat for a hot sec openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, 3-2-1 countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might Spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you. But then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so cool. i we're going to get into the subject here in a second, but it's like, it, I love this. I love your line of work because there is so much like whether you're talking about parenting, parenthood and misbehavior or pain in the body, um, it's, it is crazy how there's so much underneath of it that I think a lot of people don't really realize, right? Like whether you're talking about a kid having a meltdown, which we're going to talk about here in a second, and all that you realized, especially after the fact, or if you're talking about pain in the body, like I have a, a situation where I was trying to get rid of shoulder pain for years. I, I hurt myself surfing, had two shoulder surgeries, pain would not go away until finally I was seeing this really cool physical therapist program called GOSQ. and one day they just sat me down on the table table and they like kind of kind of made me cry (laughs) and all of a sudden I was like I was kind of angry I was like why are you asking me so so many questions I just want you guys to fix me like your program should work I've been doing the exercises and then right afterwards I was like okay this is weird because all of a sudden the pain in my arm is gone like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and they just kind of laughed. And the founder of the program, his name is Pete Agoscu. He was like, yeah, we're on to something cool. And it was two weeks after that meeting that I finally was healed. And I, to this day, don't struggle with everyday um, shoulder pain that radiates down into my hand. And it was, like, it was so weird how it was unlocked by, like, literally put it like, crying my eyes out that day. Yeah. Well, Isn't that weird?
1: <laughs> I remember, um, specifically, because they put it to you. They're like, you keep wanting other people to fix you. Yeah. You know, yes. like, you don't feel like you have any say in this. You don't feel like you have any participation in. Well, that's
0: in... that's how I I, I kind of um, told it to you. But the, actually, all the Pete Agoski said to me was, why do you think you're not getting better? And right. I was like what? What do you mean? Like, what do you like what? And I was just like, there was anger that came out in tears. Yeah. But I translated that probably when I came home to like, why do you think you're not getting better? I mean, don't you think like it's you or whatever. But I realized in that moment that it was well, me. you took it, wasn't... it
2: personally, obviously. Yeah, you took it. As a, yeah, you took it personally. And it was kind of Hinting towards personal responsibility, which you had to own in that moment too, and let it all out. That's cool. That's a great story. Isn't
0: that weird? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I have, I, I mean, gosh, I have a bonfire member right now, a dad who's struggling with massive back pain, and um, you know, is really trying to get better. But I'll send, I'll send him your way because you never know, like what, what emotional stuff is underneath, and it's not really stuff us like those of us who aren't trained in it we really understand but me having a personal experience with it 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 is very fascinating to me and and it's um it's really cool what you do Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So parents, just in case you have not paused the podcast and gone and watched the video, I'm going to tell you real quick about the video. So Joel, um, and then I'm going to hand it back to you so you can kind of tell us how it all went down. But, um, so the, the video is of Joel and his little girl. And I think she was, was she two and a half at the time?
2: Yeah, almost exactly. Yeah.
0: Perfect. So, um, so she started to have a meltdown or a tantrum, whatever you want to call it. And Joel, I, you know, you probably knew that you're gonna to have to like deal with it. And and you, I think I'm gonna, I'll let you go into it. But basically, he just pushed play and he filmed how he, um, she just was kind of flipping out. She was crying and she was, you know, um pounding her fist or, or kind of just mad. And she'd come up to him and push him or, I mean, this is a tiny little two-year-old little girl and, you know, a full grown man, Joel is. And he just kept um, returning love to her and, you know, just kind of holding her. She was melting down and, and he put it, you know, you ended up editing it to this beautiful song and you can just witness you get. So he gave us this opportunity to witness what it looks like to let a child just move through an emotional thunderstorm, and toddlers are so notorious for that, right I mean that is this this age where they 're just learning like how to how do I deal with these big emotions and they 're notorious for um, you know little things setting them off um, and tantrums often come from you know whether they 're sick hungry they're getting sick they 're tired or they feel powerlessness. Um, but it was so beautiful in this video where Joel just shows you like, Hey, this is what it looks like, um, to not react like a volcano or not, um, match a child's, um, reactivity or emotional instability and just kind of be this present calmness. And, uh, I think it's probably, I don't, is it three minutes long? Maybe four minutes long.
2: Yeah, three minutes and some seconds.
0: Perfect. So, and parents, you know that if you've ever been through a tantrum with a a child, um, you know, sometimes it's three minutes, sometimes it can be 30 minutes, but it feels like an eternity. Um, But, and most of us, you know, think that like you have to do something to stop it. You have to like either lay the smack down or you have to let this child know that it is not okay to, to be explosive like this. It is not okay to push me. It is not okay to hit me. It is not like you can't act like this. Right. Um, and really that's, that's not the truth. The truth is that you just need to be firm and kind and, and, and show your child what it looks like to be this unconditional love force in their life. And then, like I said, in, in the, what we're going to cover in a little bit is, is to teach in a later time, right? Like what do you do when you have this strong emotion? So, Um, So, Joel, give us a little just background of, um, you know, how the video came about. I know you afterwards um, over on your Facebook page, you give a really nice second video of like, hey, here's a follow up to why I filmed the video and what was going on for my little girl. What I realize now contributed to the tantrum. But tell us just a little bit more about your side of things. And one more thing. Sorry, Joel, before I hand the mic over to you, (laughs) is I want to say, you know, like with anything that either goes viral and gets like a ton of visibility. Um, You know, Joel got some, some haters on this. And I want to, I just want to say right now that we're not going to focus on that at all today because we are, we are so just dedicated to holding in the light what you have put into the world. I mean, I know for sure, Joel, that like, when it comes to me and my work and I have 200 members that um, you know, are just dedicated to applying and learning positive parenting, ending painful generational cycles in their homes and creating family legacies that they're proud of. Like for us and millions of people around the world, this video that showed us how you can do this with love and integrity was literally life-changing and groundbreaking. And I think is such a blessing to the world that we're not going to even like give the haters a moment of attention because I'd rather just pour into like I said, the millions of people that have been like so affected by this because I've never seen anything like this be filmed. Um, and so it's just rad. So anyway, Mike is yours, dude. So tell, tell us your take on it.
2: Thanks. Yeah, it's a great idea. I appreciate it. I don't really feel like reliving it by talking about it. Um, as far as the positive stuff. Yeah. Or here's the background. Um, we we went on due to some family travel over the holiday there and she had been sick and she got sick right before we left so we're all packed into this five-seater car and she is has it coming out of both ends she's horribly sick and Mm. so that went on that was stressful for everybody and that went on for I don't know 10 days and she was just stripped down and so while in the car traveling on the way back um we ended up just giving her a phone so we gave her some phone time, you know, right. just to help her numb, just to help us all get through that. So she had a lot of that going on too, way more than normal. So that was not helpful. Um, so she was, she just had nothing left by the time we got home. We had been home a couple of days. She had been getting upset about every little thing. Um, and even what originally upset her to go into that meltdown, I don't, we don't even remember, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything significant, but uh, you know, she, you could see signs of it the days leading up to it that she was headed for like a big one. You know, you could start seeing it and she just had no ability to regulate herself at all because she was just so exhausted and so stripped down. So you could see it coming and uh, we weren't available to hold space for it in the days following, but I happened to be home for a few hours that day and um, she started to go into it over something. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm doing this. Everybody clear out, (laughs) go in the other room. Um, and then about ten minutes into it, I was like, "Oh, this is going to get really. This is going to. She's going for the big one. She's going to battle out things that are probably a little bit older than what she was feeling at the time. You know, mm. some pent up frustration. So I'm like, okay, so this is going to be the big one. I'm going to I'm going to film this just like I do with all kinds of weird stuff like that. I just rarely ever end up doing anything with it, and, and I rarely <laughs> ever make rarely ever make it public. But just for my own study purposes, yeah. Um, and then if I can make something out of it, I, I would. Um, I decided to film, so the, the original video was 34 minutes long, and then I kind of watched it, and it had such a beautiful ending. And I was like, "Wow, oh, that is that's really that's good. I need people need to see this. This went really well." Yes. Um, and so I took my I put her down for a nap. She needed one, obviously. She went she went down shortly after that, slept for a good few hours, and then I took my seven year old over to a, a play date. And then on the way back, I had that song that was playing in the background area, that song by Passenger, Patient Love, nice. um, was playing. And it came up. And I I'd heard that album, I think, when it came out in 2012. But anyways, it popped up onto a YouTube playlist. And it came on, and I heard it, and I was like, I like that. I looked at the song name. I recognized the lyrics. I was listening to it, and I was like, that person singing that song knows what love is. And then I looked down at the song title name and it was patient levels. I like, got right, perfect. So that's three minutes and 13 seconds song. I believe that's right. I was like, so that gives me a framework to edit it all down into. So then I just chopped it. And to be honest and slightly graphic, I chopped it up in 10 minutes while taking a poop. And, I, <laughs> I, and, I it. and, and it was, it was that thoughtless for me and it, right. because, but I just kept in all multitask. Her, her, her transitions. You know all of her major moves from one position to another. I tried to keep all those in, and um, so I mean it was 34 minutes long. I was able to work it down to that, which made it more viewable, I guess, for the sake of people's attention spans. Yeah. Um, I had some psychologists request the original because they wanted to see all of that, and I handed it over, depending Aww. on who they were, anyway. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then from and then I posted it, and then from there, but I didn't censor it. That was a big issue. I didn't censor. It. She was naked. I didn't censor that thing, so it got pulled down right away. Mm. And then, and which was great because then I was like, "Oh wow!" Because it was actually looking like it was going. It was actually really powerful for people. That's great. So then it's going, so then I can make it public, and then it would go beyond my friends, and then it had potential to go viral. And so I found that little blurring feature on a three-dollar app, and then nice. put a little blur over her naked butt, and then um, just sent it loose. And then I checked it five or six hours later. Had like four hundred views, and then I checked it later that night and had like 75,000 and i was like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to like my wife, you know, and she's more private than I am. You know, She's like, Oh man. You All know, right. so, so I had to talk that one out with her real quick. I'm like, yes, but check out this feedback, look at right. what it's doing for people, you know? So it was able to soften the blow of it that way. Then wake up to a half a million and then it just kind of, and then it went exponential and then it went, uh, I think its biggest push was I think in a six hour time it went from one million to four million,
1: dude. Just oh m-
2: midday, God. yeah, and it was because it, and that was in Brazil, but it went it went viral under the the title "Patient Father Soothes Autistic Son." So it's just, oh, wow. <laughs> whatever it takes, but whatever that's it takes, so that's weird. Fine the end result is the same. Yeah, they thought it was a boy and they thought she was autistic, and you know really. You know, if you could put her under an MRI in that moment and put an autistic kid under the MRI in that moment, I guarantee the brain activity would have been almost right, identical because right. that was, you know, I, I, so it, it helped the autism community greatly, you know Aww, yeah. and uh, and then just had a lot of outpouring and and it cracked open people in different ways too. it It taught patients to people the the responses were so different, and the effect it had on people were so different. The shedding of tears was my favorite part. The fact that, People were crying, and I don't know why I'm crying, but I don't know why that got me. But I feel like something just opened up in me. I mean, just beautiful stories like that over and over, and then, and that all became overwhelming. And then I kind of, I and I was, I didn't really, you know, if I had meditated on what it would be like to have a viral video and then get a bunch of you know, quote unquote, fan mail, I I wouldn't, you know, I would think that that would be great and I'd be excited about it. But it got so overwhelming to the point where I'm like, oh no, like what is. Yeah. What's, what's everybody going to need from me? Right. Kind of like, what's everybody going to want from me now? You know? So yeah. I, that was a little interesting. I had all the emotions with it. It was exciting. Awesome. Um, I danced about it. Cried <laughs> about it. It was great. You know, yeah. it was great. It, it was just an awesome, uh, awesome response. And so it, what it did though, I you know, for certain people, gr- you know, grown men too, even with no kids were just like, oh, you know, healing old wounds. And they felt like, it had opened up something that they can now deal with, that they haven't been able to deal with. Cause a lot of people were watching it from the perspective of father and son. So older, yeah. you know, who had a little bit more, you know, brutal of fathers as far as parenting approaches go. Maybe that's the wrong word stern, but you know, right. Right. um, they, yeah, it was, they were, they were getting something out of that, you know? So yeah. That, that, and it's still doing that, still doing that for people today. So I had to, I made that page where it's posted and pinned at the top that you referenced. It's, um, that allowed it to keep growing and deal with it. Cause yeah, it was a, it was a big, big, massive feedback and I didn't know how to deal with what you do with viral stuff. I you know, I didn't find a guidebook on that um, oh as far gosh, as what yeah. you deal with or how you deal with that. What's the best way I was trying to be, you know, with friend requests, you max out at 5,000. So I had to create that public page so that, Yeah, funnel people somewhere to go. But then I'm like, well, well, then what are they going to want for me? So I've just been posting random stuff. And if you ever wonder while watching any of my content on there, if if you're wondering, hey, is he, is he serious right now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um then the answer is no i'm not I'm, I'm really screwing around a lot on there but there's i, I, I am i am doing things with the, right. the randomness and but um but if you're confused about it then uh i guess mission accomplished on my part i probably should be a little bit more uh intentional about it which i plan on being but no i've just been having fun
1: yeah
0: you've been doing great of a lot easier. Okay. So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions. Firststartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Yeah, it's crazy. Like hearing you talk, like it is, it is, I get such an emotional response. Like it's hard to hold back the tears and I'm just like, dude, the beauty to me, there's like this joy and this light of like a father showing a a child, whether it's a son or a daughter, like this unconditional love. And like, it's just heavy in the best way possible. And it's like, I know I just finished um, teaching to 6,000 yesterday, where I was teaching about compassionate discipline. And it's like, that this video that you created like supplements my teaching so well and like All opens right. up this that like, some people just don't even know like they don't even realize like it just, it'll pass like it's 35 minutes and 35 minutes seems like a, 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 like the at the end of the world when you're in it, but look, it'll pass. And on the other end, like you can get through it. You don't have to hurt your kids. You don't have to like get into this cycle of reactivity and forcing them and to do things and threaten, like threatening them and shaming them. You just, you just got to get supported with a different way, you know? And it's like, it's just beautiful. I mean, again, just coming off of that like heavy, just discipline webinar where, Again, like, I had one point in the webinar where I, I asked parents, like, what is it that you want to take a break from, you know, and and we go through the process of, like, what were you raised with, you know, like, what generational cycles are you trying to break, In the comments, like, I just click on the comments, and the comments are just flowing, like, the chat box is, like, shaming, hitting, like, slapping, like, forcing, spanking, yeah. like, Holding me down, like holding my kids down, like you're just i mean it is so crazy that so many people are getting so blessed by just seeing that there's a different way, right like yeah, um, that is just so so cool, and then as far as the the like the haters go, it is or not the haters, but like just the viral part of it. I'm not even close to being viral with my stuff, but when I do advertising, I get some comments sometimes. That are just so hard and and you just just have to stay focused on the light, right? Because there's a 99% of the people just take it in and they have this emotional response and their life gets changed. And then there's 1% that you're like, oh no. (laughs) What are you guys going to do? Are you going to stalk me? Are you going to, yeah. are you going to send me like hate mail? Are you going to, what are you going to do? But
2: like ask for um, pictures of my feet for money. I know. You
0: know. right? <laughs> what, do, what do you think T what's, what's your thoughts?
1: You know, I, I think part of what is, is amazing of, of this whole thing coming about, you know, and, and seeing how many people responded to this video is because I think deep down that's what people want. They they, yeah. they want for their own lives, or they want wanted for whether it be I wish my childhood was different and it could have I could have had a presence like that in my life, or I want that in my current household or anything like that. But people don't think it's possible. So then when right. when people see that it is possible and they want it, I think there's just there's nothing left but just to be left in amazement or cry or. Um, or just yeah. being in it, it, it seems so I don't know to us it seems so logical and so possible but for most of the world I guess it just doesn't you know it's mm-hmm. like our emotions get in the way um, yeah. our society gets in the way our generational cycles our ego our embarrassment in public like so many things just get in the way of just being that um, patient love that is, that is ingrained in every single one of us.
2: Absolutely. But it's just been
1: muddied by so many things. Yeah. So um, I think it's beautiful to witness. And then, you know, for, for us here in fresh start family, it's like, Hey, we're here to come alongside of you to say it is possible. Here's tools. Here's, um, here's someone like Joel that just shows you that it is possible. And I think it just, it just opens people's eyes. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, thank you.
0: And, and, and let's look at these four steps real quick. And I just want to get your guidance on them or your thoughts, you know, of how you went through it. Cause I know this is like kind of like breaking it down into like these steps, but I do like, I think parents just really want to know how you do it. Um, so let's yeah, talk yeah. about it. So like number one, when she started to melt down, I heard you speaking earlier of like, you know, our first number one step to detaching with love and integrity is, is keep in mind the big picture, like the empathy for what's going on for your kiddo. So you said like, right in that moment when she started to melt down, like you clearly, um, probably through like your training, uh, you know, through your body work stuff, like, but did in that moment you realized right then, like, oh, she's gone through a lot. She's been sick. Um, and me- maybe even without like a parenting education course, you maybe just knew like she has some big emotions. She gets to, she needs to get through them again, through your training. And like, I'm just going to be here to be the unconditional love to help her through that. Um, but she's not just being a brat. She's not being a spoiled, like crazy toddler. Um, she just needs to get through some stuff and need to, to support her. Is that accurate?
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Awesome. And then number two, we have be rooted in what you're teaching. And, you know, like that your child, basically, I think all parents are trying to teach that um, our children that they have our unconditional love and that big emotions will come and go and that our kids are safe and that your limits will remain the same even when they're upset. Right. And that you won't engage in hurtful behavior um, I think that would you agree that that was something that you were you were teaching her in that moment? Like you oh, have my oh, unconditional yeah. love, and I'm not going to hurt you when you are feeling so unsafe. You're like you need stability, you need safeness, you need unconditional love. So I'm just going to be that for you with firm kindness. Like you didn't let her hit you, you didn't let her act like a maniac. You were just like, hey, I'm here for you, and you're going to get through this. And when you're four and five you're going to know how to handle this thunderstorm better because I'm
2: going to teach you. Right. Yeah. Right. Standing, standing my ground and uh, there was nothing she could do about it. Yeah. You know? Right. And she, and I wasn't going anywhere and yeah, it is, that is worth it. in The long haul. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And so gosh. she'll, she, she, well for the record, well, I guess there is one, though. maybe there wasn't, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's worth it. She hasn't had anything like that since and she's yes. so quick to self-regulate now, even that, you know, 2.75. She's she's doing great. So it is worth it. Yeah, that was a lot to go through 34 45 minutes, but I mean, it, unless you're dealing with severe autism, it's it's you're not going to have to do that all the time. That's worth taking that time. It's just can you hold yourself together in those moments, which we can talk about later, I guess. But yeah, i guess step 4, right?
0: But, you know what, Joel, just pause because right there parents listening like this is the big I maybe the biggest thing I want you to take away from this right now. When you let your kids completely move through crap like this, it goes away. It's when we sk- when we get in the way, when we stop it. Like, do you remember when we realized we, this with Stella? We, do you we
1: enter into the conflict. We think it's some sort of a, a fight, and I don't know if it's... It, it, it like stops. <laughs> yeah. It stops yes, the true. journey.
0: But do you remember right. when we realized with Stella that like we didn't have to stop her from being so crazy or erratic? Like, because so our story, Joel is like we have this amazing daughter. She's twelve now. She's just like a radical human being. She's got big viewpoints. She's strong will. She's a force. She's a force. She's out of the box thinker. She's just like this <laughs> awesome kid. And, but back in the day, we didn't see, like I, <laughs> I was like the, yeah. had the biggest problems. Um, I didn't see her like that. Right. But like back then as a toddler, she was so erratic and like the highs and lows were so intense. Like that. I remember there was this like very distinctive moment where we realized that especially if we were inside of our home that we didn't need to stop her from freaking out that we just needed to support her and help her get her through it and as soon as we started doing that I feel like all of a sudden her misbehavior started to get way like happen way less
2: Yeah, yeah
0: that is like something so massive that so many parents end up in this cycle for life because they never actually let their children just move through these like heavy emotions like even if it's not a, a toddler tantruming, like even if it's like your seven year old being bummed about your limits or, you know, being angry at his sister, like whatever it is, like just teaching children how to actually get themselves through heavy emotions and get themselves through temptations to hit or to yell or say mean things. Like it, the, here at First Start Family, like that is the basis of our work. Like we are teaching children how to have intrinsic motivation and, and, control and regulation versus external controls and like stopping the process. And I, I, this just conversation is, I just need parents to understand that. Like, it is scary. Like when you are sitting with a kid that is freaking out and in your head, I don't know if honestly, if this was going on for you, Joel, or maybe you are such a Yoda that it wasn't, but like the, those thoughts <laughs> of like, dude, is my kid going to be crazy? Like, am I raising an entitled brat? Like, should I be like Putting her in her crib right now with like force and letting her know she does not touch my like fuss she does she will not touch my face again like you are too <laughs> you know like was any of that going on for you or are you yeah. just like I'm good
2: no I, not in that moment definitely not Yoda status but like it was, I mean I was aggravated in my own way um just due to just being impatient like I don't want I don't I don't want to deal with this right now kind of impatience right. but it was but I know I understood the importance of it and. I'm willing to sit with it. Um, that's I I don't I've done that and I to to the point when like when I was talking about diving into my myself and the tension in my body, it's a really chaotic process. It's it's a total realm of chaos. And I've wondered, am I going to be able to be sane after this? And and will I return back to a regular person at all? Will I be able to even hold myself together or will it just be one of those weird madmans that My wife's kind of trying to take care of and slightly schizophrenic. But I always arrive out the other side of the temporary insanity way more sane than I was going in. So I know she was safe. And I knew if I just let her go and held – I trust those things so much. And I trust that she is intuitive enough because she is because she hasn't been deprogrammed of it her entire life like the rest of us. I know that she'll work it out on her own. So I'm just trusting her and her body as long – so that's really – what detaching allows for is for the wisdom of her, her feelings to really guide her through healing, all that stuff right there in the moment.
0: Families, I wanna tell you about Thrive Market. Do you know about them? Thrive Market is an online grocery store that offers natural and organic foods, household items, cleaning products, hygiene products, makeup, and a lot of other stuff at comparable prices you'd find at your local grocery store. But the best part is, you guys, you don't have to go to your local grocery store. Everything gets delivered right to your doorstep in a fast, convenient manner. So you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash thrivemarket to learn more and save 25% off your first order. Enjoy. Yeah. I
1: love it. Well, in... It sounds like, too, I mean, that situation for any of us, it seems like chaos. So bringing it to point number three of, like, not adding to the chaos is (laughs) is keeping it boring, neutral, but also being present. It's not like you're ignoring what's going on because you you clearly weren't ignoring her, but you're not adding to the chaos. You're not matching um, her force with an additional force. You were just... It just, it just is this beautiful way of staying neutral, present, yeah. and actually showing love without doing really a lot. So, right. yeah, yeah, I mean, and talk about that because I think that's something that's so hard for parents to actually practice and do. It's like, it seems good in theory, like even somebody <laughs> listening to this right now, they're like, okay, cool. So the next time there's total freaking chaos um, going down. And you don't, you can't predict when it's going to be or where it's going to be. If it's going to convenient time for you, if there's going to be people watching you, or whatever, um, what is there something that you say in your head going into it? Because it sounds like you've had a lot of retrospective, like analysis of what was going on leading up to this. But like, if you're in that moment, what can you do to keep it boring, neutral, and stay present? Um, if you
2: The presence is going to be tough with that kind of chaos because you're going to have to get comfortable with the chaos inside of yourself prior. Um, So have your own little freak out It's one of the most unpopular pieces of advice I give everybody. You need to go ahead and go ahead and have your little fit that maybe you weren't allowed to have because the body seems to remember that. Um, Not to mention that we were in this fight or flight response, which is dumping adrenaline into our gut preparing us to kick and scream or run which we don't do we just stay seated so you have that physiological buildup too so you really do need to like let some of the crazy out not right there in front of them obviously you want to show them how it's done but you can take care of that on your own and nobody has to know (laughs) Right. <laughs> so that would be helpful, you know, except you, really your biggest judge will be you because 10 minutes, 10 seconds into it, you'd be like, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. Stop acting <laughs> like that. You'll get all those old voices in your right. head or maybe even your parents' voices in your head telling you to act right. Stop. Not okay.
1: Yeah,
2: You know, so as far as what you can do, if it comes upon you and you're not ready is it's co-regulation, which I learned that word after reading some comments on that video. I wasn't familiar with all that stuff, but co-regulation, um, yeah, I mean, sit there and do really slow exhales, deep breaths, slow exhale. So it's okay if they see that you're not handling it perfectly. But if they see that you're, you're kind of showing them a way to calm down, also that you're trying and that you're there, but you also need to breathe, but you're also showing them a way to regulate themselves later down the road too. Maybe not right there in that moment because maybe they need to let it out. But you can also – I didn't use words because I was trying to, if anything, prove a point that they're – you yeah. know, the futility of words, but, um, you can say, keep going, encourage them, keep going. You know, if they're screaming, scream louder, it's okay. Go ahead, right. scream louder. Let oh, it out. Go that. ahead. Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. You know, and just, just, just let them have it. But you can, you can also do that while be sitting there, you know, wide eyed, like <gasps>
1: right. trying not
2: to freak out yourself. You can do that. And that's way more helpful than shutting it down. Because I mean, imagine if I had shut that down with her, what would I have said to her in that moment? Well, oh, I'm Damn. not at, at a really, primitive level too which is not good at all because she'll never remember it but she'll just have this weird feeling that every time she gets upset as an adult it's not okay to feel that way i'm not loved like this and that's the that's the last thing you want if you shut it down there that's an instant i'm not loved it translates i'm not loved like this when i feel this way i'm not loved and that's not the way love is it's not the way god loves us that's just yeah so you really have to Hold your ground, oh but you can't just keep it together. And you're learning really good stress management. So that's a really good, it's an exercise, you know, take it on as a challenge. Let it be uh, fun in a very weird way, if you can. <laughs> I just try to make it fun, but like, you know, <laughs> just be curious, watch, and because you don't know. So it is a matter of not so much doing a bunch of things and steps, but yep. doing a way less. Just don't do anything because you don't know what to do, really. You know, and so it's just knowing that and understanding that, which qu- requires a little bit of humility. If you can just, you know, be like, OK, I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I do know that I love them. Yeah. You know, at least to the extent that I can love myself like this. So I will at least match that. So then you can just stand back and just keep them safe. Just that's all you have to do. Just keep them safe. And yeah. like I said before, encourage them a little if it feels like they're holding back because they feel like they're being judged by you or if they feel like it's not OK. And if you have. You know, shunned it in the past or shut it down in the past, when they start feeling it again, they're gonna look right at you and be like, hey, uh, oh, I'm feeling this way and and it's not okay. And just nod at them. That's all you have to do. Nod. It's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. And you can even apologize in that moment and heal whatever, you know, your relationship struggles are too. You can use that as a really powerful moment, all those fits and breakdowns. And I do it, it obviously varies with age, but the two year old tantrum is a great example, you know, of total chaos because they're really learning. Um, how to regulate themselves at all. But we shut it down in our, you know, I I haven't been like that. You know, I've I've done a lot of work and that was kind of the result of it over the past few years. But my seven year old, we shut her down too much. And there's damage there that we can't undo that. She's going to have to unravel her on her own way as an adult, but we can apologize and we can undo quite a bit by, uh, you know, reteaching and allowing her to feel and teaching her how to feel and just, you know, ha- let her go scream, let her go freak out, let her have her tantrums that she wasn't even allowed to have or maybe still needs to have, but just teach her how to not project them back at us, even though maybe we deserve it. <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> you know, but teach her to go, I, yeah. here, here's your bed. Try not to scream before you get to your room. You're welcome to slam the door. Try not to, but right. run, <laughs> dive, your, try, dive into your pillow and just let it out, hit all this stuff. Take it on your stuffed yeah. animals. They'll forgive you. They're they're better than us. you know. So just go for it. But Oh, yeah.
0: gosh. Literally, I wish you could see Terry and I right now. We are, like, dying from everything that you have <laughs> said. Good. This is – we may need to have you on as a monthly guest, as a paid monthly guest. Oh, my gosh, because this is so good, Joel. It's oh, crazy. it would be
2: a pleasure. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Oh, it reminds me. I remember there was – we had a pastor uh, – or we had a sermon at church once where – do you remember when Pastor Miles was telling us, like – it's okay to like cry out and like, but he was, remember he was teaching us to like stack our prayers. So it was like, thank you God. But like also in the middle was a sandwich of like crying out and almost just having this fit of like, why is this happening? And I feel like even right now at this time of the recording, so many of us are trying to like control ourselves. We're like, everything's fine. We have nothing to, to complain about. You know, we're working from home we're laying off staff, we're, we're the kids are home nonstop, we're worried about getting (laughs) sick, like, we're fine, everything's fine, don't complain, these are first world problems, and like, really, Uh, we're kind of all freaking out, but we Uh, won't let ourselves, so so it's like this beautiful, I remember that, that past, that, um, sermon from Pastor Miles at the, our church in San Diego, it's called The Rock, is like, was so beautiful, because it just reminded me, like, don't like. Don't think you have to like control yourself. Like just just let it out. Like cry to yeah. someone that is safe and like our our loving father is safe, right? Like, and that's what's so beautiful that you demonstrated here is like you are like we like as parents and as fathers especially like you are your your first example to your kids of what like this heavenly father is and and this gosh it just it lights me up and man I could I could we could talk to you for hours but. Oh, um, okay so our last our last point was just teach in a later calm time um you know, if you need to like I think you had you've said about your little girl that because she's so young and and the process in itself did so much teaching that you know I think this is a situation where you didn't really need to teach in a later time but I'm sure um, you and your your wife are the type that will teach and like you teaching your seven year old and, um, but it's just so important to remember, right? That like the kid that nobody can learn, nobody can teach when we're in such a heightened state. So parents, if you're worried about the teaching part, just remember that like your kids aren't going to forget it later. So like, yes, your little girl at two and a half, she'll forget it when she's older, she will retain it in her heart and soul, like you said, but from like a memory bank, like for sure, she'll forget that, but but parents, your kids, if you talk to them at night before bed when you're tucking them in about what happened earlier and, and some tips that you have, you know, or or some ways you want to teach them or ways for them to handle their emotions differently, or if you want to teach them if you think they were feeling sadness or anger or hurt or whatever it is, like, they're gonna receive that messaging so much better if you just don't try to do it in the heightened moment. So I think yes. that's yeah. But oh my yeah. god. And
2: sealing the deal before bed and before the day's done is a great idea. Yeah. Oh, try, yeah. because they don't they don't take much in. They'll settle it in their dreams somewhere and they don't they you know kids don't take much in. Each day is a new day for them, which is we should take a lesson for that. But yeah. Yeah, try to settle it before they go to sleep. And uh they don't uh take it to bed with them. That's not, that's not what you want. Cause then it does have a chance of rolling over and resentment can build and you know, yeah. they, resentment for reasons they don't even understand, but then they just mirror you more and exhibit more bad behavior that you don't like. Yeah. You know, like everything else.
0: And, and last thing, I did one more thing I wanted to highlight about what you said is like, you know, um, you talking about your seven year old and things that you had done when she was younger and, and I just wanted to chime, you know, like shout it and be like, haven't we all? Right? Like I think oh, yeah. you learn as your kids go along, right? I think here at Fresh Start Family we're so into this idea that like we love like spreading light and, and teaching these like incredible strategies to like raise your kids with integrity and connection and respect and compassion. And like there's just gonna be moments where you realize like, oh man I did some stuff <laughs> or I contributed yes. to that. And that is such a beautiful, humble state to be in because then you have a chance of repairing it. Right. And like, we all right. have wounds. Like we're all going to have wounds no matter how perfect of a parent you are or not. But like, it's just more important about the, the importance is just, um, is just knowing that every day is a fresh start and that, you have the opportunity to do it different tomorrow and and connection over anything relationship over anything is what is what really matters i believe um in the family unit and Gosh, it's just so cool what you've demonstrated to us in that video. Thank you for your vulnerability and to to put that out in the world. And I I know there's been attacks. I think anytime you, you put in positivity and light, um, the enemy will attack. So just know that here at Fresh Start Family, we are like te like we are rooting you on and we are Thank so you. grateful. Like just thank you from every listener listening right now from the bottom of our hearts for your courage to take the attacks and push them away because it's worth it. It is worth it. Yes. Amen. Thank you so
2: much.
1: You got it. And, and from, you know, a guy's perspective and a dad's perspective too, I think there, there's so many uh, misconceptions out there of like what uh, strength looks like and what, um, what you're supposed to, to do, um, as a, you know, a young man growing into an adult, growing into a dad. Um, But I just want to say that this is true strength. I mean, um, somehow the notion of of snuffing out um, emotions or, um, you know, just kind of just capping it or physically um, overpowering, um, whether it be your kids or other people as a way to feel strong that's not strength. This, this is strength because this yes. is, um, um, this is truly a deeper level of, um, of living that I think, like I said earlier, I think everybody craves, but people don't see it's possible. So, yes. um, I just want to say thanks for, for, uh, living out and showing, um, what's possible. And it's, um, you know, it, it is a, just an example of what true strength looks like. So thank you for your vulnerability and, and your example
2: yeah thank you and thank God I can't really uh take like I said in how I created the video I, it was so on yeah that was yeah glory to God on that whole thing because I, I, I can't I can't take credit for something that it was so quickly done so um and, and in the way that it was done and then that, that was something that got worked through me and for that I'm very grateful and humbled by that that I was used in that way that was that's a that's a big moment that i'm grateful for my entire life to be used like that for that large of an impact you know because if i ever had like hippie goals of spreading love all over the world you know like that was well beyond them (laughs) like so it's it's good so i'm i'm happy with um where that thing's gone and everything that's come out come out of it especially you know meeting you guys thank you so much
0: you conduit of light i love it Okay, Joel. Well, let's, um, end this episode. Just tell us, tell the listeners, um, where they can find you. We of course will put this in the show notes page, but, um, Joel, you're over in Florida, right? And you have a local practice and you do, sounds like you do online trainings too. So tell us all about that, where they can find you. Um, and we'll, we'll wrap this episode.
2: Sure. Uh, facebook.com slash Joel F as in Franklin, Joel F Mitchell. Um, it's my personal page that I created there, and everything's pretty much going on that now. Um, and then, uh, Facebook.com/slash Renegade Bodywork, but remove the e. Facebook wouldn't let me have the word "renegade" in a title for some reason. <laughs>
1: okay, so, that's, an- that's for another episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, dude. And uh, yeah. censorship. Facebook. Yeah, it's getting weird. <laughs>
2: but um, yeah, but the Renegade Bodywork is where I put. I, I haven't done much marketing with that. That's more. That's an artistic outlet of my movements and things I do to unwind the tension in my body, which is just a wild form of stretching and self-expression. And I try to produce it in as much of a, um, artistic way as possible. Um, because that's kind of the realm it ends up being in.
1: And then all other
2: craziness is going on personal page. I'll I'll take credit for all that stuff, but what (laughs) that guy's doing on Renegade Bodywork, I don't, I don't know yet, (laughs) but for now that's, that's where you can find me there. If you need, um, coaching services, if you want to need virtual for people that helps me reach a little bit farther out, um, um, you can contact me through any one of those pages or just go to renegade org, nice. and, uh, and then you can find me there and you can find some information. You can find me my phone number for now. I haven't blocked that off yet. I don't know if <laughs> I'll need to, but that's, that's the best place you can reach me personally there too. If you have any questions, um, emails there, or call texts is there. So yeah, thank you very much.
0: I love it, Joel. Thanks so much for being here.
2: Yeah, thank you. You guys have a good night. You too. Thanks.
0: For links and all the information that we talked about in today's episode, you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 46. Well, hey there families. I want to take a moment to tell you about one of my favorite ways to take care of myself as a busy parent, which I'm always telling you guys is so important. Self-care is a necessary part of being a parent. Without self-care, we are unable to respond to our kids in the ways that we feel proud of at the end of the day because our bucket is empty and we really can't parent with integrity with empty buckets. So the Balanced Life Sisterhood is an online Pilates membership program that makes it easy for you to build strength, reduce stress, which is almost my favorite part of this program, and feel good in a way that is 100% doable and 0% overwhelming. So I have been a member of The Balance Life for over five years now, and I can honestly say that no matter how busy my day is with the kids or how many challenges I've had to navigate with sibling rivalry or pushback, whatever it may be, or even just a busy day at work, when I make time to do a short Pilates workout with Robin, who's the founder of The Balance Life, I just feel better. I feel less stressed. My body feels strong. And I just, I absolutely love Robin Long's programs. So I want to offer you guys an opportunity to go learn about The Balance Life Sisterhood. You can head to Fresh Start Family online Dot com forward slash TBL as in the balance life. So freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash TBL. And you can use code Wendy 20 for $20 off your first month's membership. Enjoy. For more information, go to com. Thanks for listening families. Have a great day.